Hey, hey, hey. This is Lisa A., and you're listening to Who's That Star on LCC Connect at Lansing Community College. Who's That Star is a behind-the-scenes show where I sit down and talk with the employees at the college. This is an inside look at LCC where you will have a chance to learn about their passions, projects, what inspires them both at work and in their personal lives. I'm your host, Lisa Alexander. I'm so excited to get a chance to talk to all the people who make LCC great. This show is for you to get to know the people that work at Lansing Community College a little bit more and see what makes them tick. Are you ready? Okay, let's go see who's today's star. I'm excited to learn about today's star. I love the work he does here at the college, and I can't wait for you to learn about him today. This star is a lifelong Lansing area native. He grew up in Wacousta, Michigan, just a few minutes north of Grand Ledge, and attended Grand Ledge School's graduating high school in 2005. After high school, he attended Michigan State University, graduating with a Bachelor's of Arts degree in political science in 2009. During his time at MSU, this star joined the MSU Army ROTC Battalion and enlisted in the Michigan Army National Guard. He completed his basic training and advanced training at Fort Sill, Oklahoma during the summer following his sophomore year. And to note, that's where my daddy trained at. He served as an artillery forward observer with Bravo Battery 119th Field Artillery and then with Headquarters Company 125th Infantry. This star began his professional career after college with a housekeeping and industrial cleaning company based out of Auburn Hills. He was the Lansing area manager for the three GM locations in Lansing. He was in charge of a 300-plus employees across all locations working on three shifts. After three years, he made a career move and joined employer support of the Guard and Reserves, working under the executive director to help support employment opportunities for Guard and Reserve members. During this time, our star also returned to school, attending Embry-Riddle Aeronautical University and will graduate with honors in 2015, earning an associate's in technical management with a concentration in logistics. That's a lot. In June 2015, this star joined LCC as the director of vet- veteran services. He and his staff assist veterans and dependents with their GI Bill benefits, along with acting as a bridge to other veteran resources that are available through other organizations. He and his staff offer the VetNet Ally Seminar to staff and faculty. He also coordinates the annual Veterans Day Ceremony, which honors Michigan veterans, inducting them into the LCC Veteran Memorial on campus. He also serves on the Michigan Vietnam Memorial Park Commission. The Memorial Park is located in downtown Lansing and is in the process of expanding. This star is married to his wife. Is it Allie? Allie. And they reside in Delta Township with their three children, Mark, Emily, and Henry. When not working, this star enjoys being outside, hunting, fishing, being at the family college up north, which I got to see if I can get an invite, watching his kids play sports, driving around the 1963 Oldsmobile 88 he shares with his dad woodworking, and many other things. 
He enjoys keeping busy and always finding something that needs to be fixed. Okay, are you guys ready to learn who's today's star? We got to get the drum roll, please. Today's star is Andrew Cosgrove. Andrew, I'm so glad that you could come on Who's That Star today. Yeah, thank you for having me. This is pretty cool. Okay, well, let's get started. So can you tell me about your work at LCC? Like, what are your roles here? Yeah, so I am the director of the Veteran Services Office. Um, So our main priority is making sure that our veteran and military-connected students are able to utilize their GI Bill and other military benefits that they have for education and act as, uh, like you said, a, a liaison between the departments within the college mm-hmm. and other uh, veterans organizations outside of the college. So we can help with an easy transition when they get out of the military and hopefully make sure that they're successful while they're at LCC. So what year did you start here again? 2015. 2015, so what, seven years now. Yeah, going on eight. Yeah, going on eight. Wow. So, I mean, I've went to a lot of the functions that you put on, and I think they're great. Like, you really take a lot of care for our veterans, and so I know that they appreciate that. What do you like most about what you do here at LCC? I like the fact that I can help people obtain their goal of a degree or a certificate. I like being the go-to person when they have a question about their benefits, and I enjoy seeing people go through the process and uh, come out successful on the other end. So if you were, I'm saying I'm listening to this, and I'm a veteran, And I'm like, okay, I'm thinking about I want to go to school, but I'm not really sure. Would they contact your office? Would your place be a good place for them to start? Yeah, they typically start with our office. Some people don't realize that we have a veteran services office. Yeah. So they'll go to the star zone first. And usually as soon as they mention that they're a veteran or a dependent of a veteran, they'll be uh, pointed in our direction to come on over and work with us so we can get everything set up for them. That's a good point. It's not just veterans. It's the dependents of veterans as well that could utilize their services as well. So that, I think that's good, and I didn't really know that. Yeah, we we have quite a few dependents who, who utilize benefits here, and there's a couple different benefits that they're eligible for. So, so there will be someone that could help them kind of identify what their next steps are and who to contact and then... yeah. Uh, next steps and sometimes talking to them about what benefit would be best for them to use because they can be eligible for multiple benefits. Oh, oh, that's good yeah. insight. Can you talk a little bit about the Veterans Memorial where you induct people? Because that's such a cool ceremony. Mm-hmm. Did you start that or is that something that already was here? That was something that I inherited when I started. Like a lot of people, I didn't know that the memorial existed at LCC. So when I started, I was kind of thrown into it. Okay. Um, So, you know, I'd like to think that it's kind of my baby to take care of. I basically handle everything for it from getting folks to submit uh, applications for inductions and then meeting with those individuals, whether it's family members or 
the veterans themselves Mm -hmm. to listen to their history, take a lot of notes, and then craft everything as far as a biography for them going from when they were a kid growing up through their military service and then after. And then uh, what I like the most about it is getting to see the photos that are submitted of the veterans going back in some cases to the 20s, 30s, and 40s with our World War II Korean vets, Vietnam veterans. So I, I love military history. I've always been that way since I was a kid. So the opportunity that I get to speak with vets and get their stories means a lot to me. And I, I know it means a lot to them and their families as well. Well, I mean, I learned a lot. You know, I went and I was super impressed because you can tell the care and the time that you take in the biographies and then the pictures and then the ceremony that they have. And, you know, a lot of people like it's always full. You can never get a seat. Don't try to be late because you're not going to get a seat. (laughs) And then, you know, the families are proud and it's a proud moment. It's something that, you know, it's it's respectful but it's also it's a nice honor to give the veterans. And so I really think LCC does a great job. And I've only known you doing it. So I think you do a great job as <laughs> Thank well. You. So I wanted to know, you kind of talked about it a little bit, but like, what are some of your hobbies and how did you get into them? Well, cars is mm-hmm. one. Growing up, I I was always helping my dad work on a car. When I got into high school, not my first car, but my second car, the first one that I paid for was a 1965 Triumph Spitfire, Mm. a little British sports car. Yeah, because I had never heard of that. Convertible, yeah. Um, And I was into those all through high school, through college. My dad and I teamed up. I think at one point we had four or five different cars Some ran, some didn't. (laughs) (laughs) So I spent a lot of time working on that stuff, moved on from there, um, and now we have a 63 Oldsmobile that we bought last year. It's kind of, it's a nice car. It's drivable, looks great, but there's always something to to tinker with on it or upgrade or whatever. That's the fun, right? (laughs) Yeah, and that's, that's why we bought it. We had a car before that that just always needed a ton of work and planned on restoring it. But then we decided we're never going to have the money to, to really put into it. So let's get something that we can enjoy and drive around and fits kids and all sorts of people. Yeah. So that's just kind of something that's always been a part of my life. Over the last few years, I got into doing some woodworking stuff, making tables and, and stuff like that. I use wood and uh, epoxy, and I put different colors in yeah. it and make stuff out of that. So I enjoy doing that stuff. It can be extremely frustrating <laughs> when I mess up yeah. and I have to start over Cause again. Because that's what it looks like with that epoxy. You can't really... Yeah, once once it's, it's set, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I watch a couple of YouTube videos on woodworking, yeah. and I see that, and me and my partner watch it, and he's like, you know, you got to really be careful with <laughs> yeah. this because you got to start everything over, and I could see how that would be super frustrating yeah. for me. I couldn't do that. Yeah, it, uh, it takes a lot of time, a lot of patience, you watch those YouTube videos of these guys doing it and they have all sorts of tools and they can afford to buy all this stuff. 
I don't have that, so I'm I'm working with the the tools that I have. Hey, that's how normal folks got yeah. to do it. Yeah, yeah. So I I enjoy that, and then hunting and fishing again. I I grew up with it. I've always hunted since I was a kid, going out with my dad and. And now I continue to do it, and now I'm taking my kids out with me so they can experience it. And my son, uh, this past year season, got his first year. Oh, really? Which was really exciting, and I I got to be there with him. I, I meant to record it on my phone, and then I got too excited, excited. and yeah. forgot to record it, and then he got a little upset with me. But, yeah, it was it was cool to see that, remembering my first year and going out with my dad, and then my son's into it now, too, and... We'll see if my daughter wants to get into it. I don't hey, know. Hey, yeah, you never know. Yeah. I, I know for me, like, I worked at St. Vincent Homes for Children, and I want to say this was like in the 90s. <laughs> but um, I did not know people is serious about hunting in Michigan, oh, okay? Yeah. So, like, I don't know. It was like in November, like mid-November. Mm-hmm. You better have what you need done because the hunters was gone. Oh, yeah. Okay. And they took off and they were gone and they came back and had a great time. And so that's what really, you know, taught me about it. I didn't really even know that. And it's interesting. Do you hunt? I don't know. Is it, is it, that's the first of firearm season yeah, or something? Or? November 15th is yeah. the first day of firearm season. So that's always, that's always big. You know, I, I kind of poke fun of it a little bit because I bow hunt too. Oh, which okay. I think takes a little bit more talent and patience. Anybody can shoot a gun. Yeah. <laughs> but it definitely is easier with the firearm. But I I really enjoy the bow hunting mm-hmm. because you're out there before all those other guys are out there and the weather's still warm. Right. Yeah. So you don't have to bundle up and I sit up in a tree, and even if I don't see anything, I'm just happy to be out there and yeah. get away from my kids for a little bit. <laughs> be a part of nature. Yeah. So yeah. that's cool. That's interesting. You got a lot of different, you know, varied hobbies, so that keeps you grounded, it sounds like. Yeah. What is a subject that you geek out about? Military history. Okay. Specifically, World War II aviation. I Since I was a kid, I... I remember the first model airplane that I built with my dad, who was a P-38 Lightning. And since then, I, I still build model airplanes, oh, really? uh, plastic models. And uh, my grandfather flew in dive bombers during World War II. It was something that my dad was always into. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know why, I just thought it was really cool. And I, I love the history of the pilots who flew and mm-hmm. the things that they did and the thought of you got this 19, 20 year old kid flying this airplane in battle. It's weird to think about now in, you know, kind of knowing how I was when I was 19. <laughs> like yeah. I, I, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't allow myself to do that, <laughs> but <laughs> so yeah, I've, I've always been into it. You know, I used to build my models, and then usually I'd end up lighting them on fire and taking them outside and throwing them and watching them crash. And, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Ma, mom didn't really appreciate that. I know. <laughs> yeah, but uh, and now I'm I'm a little bit more advanced in my skill. I use an airbrush and everything to paint oh, them. and making them really detailed. Making them as realistic as possible and painting them in schemes that are of 
actual World War II, like famous World War II aircraft oh, that, okay. that flew. Yeah. So aviation, I got a ton of books. I've just always been interested in it. Unfortunately, I don't think my kids really are, but my dad and I, you know, we will, I'll watch a YouTube video and I'll send it to him. Hey, you got to watch this. And then he'll send me stuff. You got to watch this. And it's all airplanes. So, hey, that's cool, yeah. though. <laughs> it sounds like you got a good relationship with your father. He impressed upon you a lot of things that you still keep in your life. And your daddy used to work here. Who's your daddy? Mark Cosgrove is my dad. And if you ask anybody, I look and I sound exactly like him. Mm. Whenever somebody tells me that, I say, yep, you're right. But I still have my hair. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and I asked him one time, when did you start losing your hair? I think I was in my mid-20s because I was kind of getting worried about it. He said, I think I was around 28. I'm like, oh, man. But now I'm 36, hey, and I still and, got it. And so. he has a head full of hair, y'all, so he's good. <laughs> yeah. I liked your dad. He was good people, and he helped a lot of people when he worked here as well. So I just wanted to give him a good shout-out. <laughs> so do you live by any piece of advice or a motto? The movie Gettysburg. Mm-hmm. It's like a three and a half hour movie. When that came out in the theater, my dad took me and my sister to go watch it. Mm-hmm. 93, I was what, seven? I continue to watch it every year or so. I'll, I'll put it on and watch it. And there's a scene in that movie where they're talking about slaves. Mm-hmm. The couple union guys are discussing slaves. And the comment that uh, the sergeant made when they're discussing it was, can't remember specifically, but he said, you can't judge a man based on the group. You have to judge a man for the man. Mm-hmm. That's it. And that's, you know, from a young age, that's always kind of stuck with me. And I, I live that way. Mm-hmm. Like I group of people, whatever. I take people for who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a good person, then you're a good person. If right. you're not, then you're not. Right. Um, if you do bad things or, you know, I, you know, I lose a little respect for you. But a man or woman, you have to judge them on who they are as a person. Right. You can't group people together and make assumptions on who they are. I think that's a good one that I've lived by and it's something that I'm, starting to talk to my kids about too, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes we're told that we shouldn't judge people, but I think we all do. And you you have to. Yeah. Cause sometimes you need to not, you need to know, you know, you may not be judging them for their choices, but you also know choices can impact people. Right. Exactly. And so you need to be aware of that. So no, I agree, you know, know who you're dealing with and, had that interaction and you don't have to necessarily hate on them, but you can be aware right? and know that this may not be for me or this is not the type of thing that I'm trying to do. So no, I get it. Exactly. I understand that totally. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you, who's the most intelligent person, you know, my dad, I thought you would say that. Yeah. Too. I, I don't know how he does it, but he can figure out, pretty much anything. I mean, he's, he's building an airplane right now. That's cool. Um, and I mean, 
I guess it's more of a restoration. It's a 1940s biplane and it's all wood mm. and he tore it all apart and he is having to rebuild sections of it and redo the whole thing. And the fact that he can figure out how to do that mm-hmm. is amazing to me. Um, you know, going through life, growing up, he taught me so many things, continues to teach me so many things, life lessons, or if it was homework for school, mm-hmm. he'd figure it out. Right. And it's just something that always amazed me. And I, I know there's a lot of people out there that will say my, my parents the best. And I truly feel that about him. Not to say that there haven't been issues growing up. Right. He's a retired colonel and, you know, there is always that side of it. But the conversations that he and I can have discussing a wide variety of topics, political stuff about aviation, um, other historical things, or just normal everyday stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is the one that if I run into an issue, if I'm working on something and I run into an issue, I got to call dad. Right. Dad, hey, I, I need you to come over here and, and help me figure this out. And usually he does. He can help you. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just amazing to it, me. It, hey, that's a good thing, <laughs> yeah. you know, and that's a wonderful to be able to have that support and know that, you know what I mean? And yeah. so it sounds like you guys had a good relationship and he was impactful in your life. So Definitely. I think that's cool. So here's a question and we got to wrap it up. I'm going to ask you these last two questions. And I already know the answer to one, but I just like to say it anyway. Go green or go blue? Oh, go green. Man, that's where I went. You know, if Michigan's playing a different team, I'll give them a little support, but not much. Yeah, no, I feel you. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty much like that. And then our last question before I let you go, because I got I could talk to you all day. You're very interesting, got a lot of stuff to talk about, but I want to know what would you like your legacy to be here at LCC when it's all said and done and we're like, Andrew, see you later. Bye. What do you want that legacy to look like? I, I want to be known as the veterans guy, you know, and I kind of am already, but Mm -hmm. my legacy is making sure that our, our military connected students were taken care of to the best of my ability and my staff's ability Mm -hmm. Um, and helping to make sure that they are successful while they're at LCC, not only with their academic stuff, but with just life stuff in general. I, you know, I get people who come into my office every so often and, and just want to talk about whatever's going on. And I, enjoy being the guy who can provide those answers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if, if nothing else, a guy who enjoyed what he did and enjoyed helping his students. I call them my students mm-hmm. because they're veterans and I'd like to be remembered as the guy who took it seriously mm-hmm. and uh, provided as much as I could to them while I was here. Yeah. I definitely, I think that would be a great legacy to leave. I think you're well on your way to doing that. (laughs) I do think you are the military guy on campus and someone that we all make referrals to, but it's a great place. And 
I'm just glad that you took the time today to come on Who's That Star? Yeah. So people could get an opportunity to know about you and also know about our Veterans Affairs program. So Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yes, for sure. So you guys, we're going to end it today. But I'm so glad that you guys were there to listen. And you can listen to us next time on Who's That Star? You've been listening to Who's That Star? I'm Lisa A., and you can listen to this episode of Who's That Star and other shows from LCC Connect anytime online at lccconnect.org. Thank you for listening. Catch me next time to find out Who's That Star? Who's That Star?